You're listening to the Tech Bites from the Packet Pushers, a 15-minute podcast at the intersection of technology and business. We're sponsored today by Silverpeak, and they've sent along a customer, Rogers O'Brien Construction. We're going to talk about how this construction company relies on SD-WAN to enable fast, high-performance connectivity at remote construction sites, handle massive file transfers, and securely segment partner traffic. My guest is Michael Shepard. He is CTO at Rogers O'Brien Construction. Uh, Michael, welcome to the podcast. You know, when I think of construction companies, I'm picturing bulldozers and cranes and rebar. Yeah. But it sounds like IT also plays a major role in how the company operates, including right at the construction sites. Yeah, man, it sure does. And hey, first, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you've been watching you guys for a while and uh, you, you guys put out some great stuff. So it's, uh, it's an honor to be here. Oh, and I appreciate you. that. Thank you. And just so you know, we didn't pay him to say that. This is unsolicited. <laughs> He's not. But if this is your first time, subscribe to these guys. It's, it's uh, definitely someone you want to have on your podcast list while you're driving into work or whatever. These guys hey, are great. So, you're doing my good. job, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk construction and tech. What, what's going on at Rogers? Yeah, you know, um, I actually have been at uh, RO for a couple of years now, and um, this is my first stint in the construction uh, biz, so to speak. And so, uh, you know, notoriously, construction has been uh, behind the ball uh, in technology. Um, you know, everyone thinks of it as kind of a handshake kind of deal and, you know, paper. And so um, there's a lot of groups out there, like there are a couple of groups like Rip Rogers that have really seen um some of the technology out in other industries. And that's why they brought me in. I, I came from entertainment and everywhere else, but construction. So it's been a, uh, it's been a fun ride. And, and um, there has been so much opportunity uh, by leveraging just kind of best of breed or, or mixing different technologies to, to really innovate in the construction space. So it's, it's been fun over the last uh, couple of years here. And so you're bringing, um, well, let's start. Why SD-WAN and what are you doing with it at a job site? Yeah, so um, let me maybe give you some history on how, how construction works for those who aren't, aren't, don't know, like I didn't. Uh, so a lot of times, you know, we'll win a project and uh, it's won, but we don't know where we're going to start. And so there's a lot of behind the scenes paperwork and contracts, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then once we get the notice to proceed, uh, which is basically a, the sign agreement, a start date, we will have to be on site sometimes within hours uh, up and running. And so, you know, we've got a mad frenzy of getting trailers on site. Um, shoot, some of these places, most of these places, we're on the middle of a field. It doesn't even have an address yet. So mm. for us to try and get internet and connectivity and, uh, you know, just everything set up is, is often a challenge. And um, uh, when I arrived, you know, we were a pretty traditional setup. Uh, we had just a ton of Cisco ASA firewall combos out in the field. Um, you know, if we had 50, 50 devices in the field, we had 50 different configurations and 50 different passwords. And, mm. and it was really just a, a huge pain to manage. Um, and especially these job sites where we couldn't get direct dedicated internet, you know, we were stuck with some LTE or satellite, you know, we really struggled, um, to provide that connectivity in a lot of these locations. And historically the, the solution had been to throw more bandwidth at it, you know, uh, and that gets pretty pricey, especially when you're doing a meter connection like LTE, right. you know, we've, we have, you know, bills that were, you know, five, $10,000 just because the amount of traffic we push over these connections is, is crazy with the models and, and, uh, and the laser scanning and, and the reality capture stuff that we do. So uh, when they came on, we wanted to kind of revamp the whole IT department. And this was a huge piece of it because a big frustration for, for job sites and, uh, and, um, owners was the, the, the speed, the reliability. And from the IT side of it, it was just a mess to manage. You know, we had the, a lot of the guys weren't experienced with Cisco. Uh, and so we had to go in there and kind of reinvent the wheel every time. So it was really, um, you know, something interesting and something that I think really had the potential to reinnovate and uh, redo a kind of traditional technology for us. I and mean, it really worked out. 
So the before picture is you have to sort of go to this site. There may not be broadband available, so you're setting up some kind of wireless LTE option. You're pulling in routers, switches, maybe a firewall, maybe a VPN. You can collapse yeah. all that into SD-WAN? Yeah, we did. So uh, like I mentioned earlier, we kind of did a lot of transitions at the same time. So we were a traditional data center model where we had everything in our, in our main office headquarters. Um, and, uh, and you're right. Every time we had to set up a job site, we had someone go out there on site, configure it, uh, adjust it to whatever we need. Um, you know, and, and a lot of these LTE sites were tough because we had multiple, we had to bond multiple services together. Okay. And we weren't really being able to leverage the full bandwidth across every circuit, right? We, you know, we had, let's say we had four LTE connections all doing 20 megs or 50 megs or whatever it is, you know, we're still, we're limited by, you know, the single outbound path, you know, it was a real struggle. Like you said, we had to configure everything. Uh, we had firewalls and routers and all that stuff to manage, which really, you know, I wanted to streamline that. And, um, and for us initially, it really was the driver wasn't a capital cost savings. It really was an efficiency, a performance issue or liability issue for us. Um, and in the end, it actually became a pretty significant cost savings in the sense that we were saving, we are saving tons of money on, on bandwidth, especially on those LTE powered sites where we can, you know, use some technologies like WAN optimization and, um, you know, um, some business intent overlays, which is what Silver Peak calls the uh, the way to route traffic differently over different tunnels uh, for different purposes mm -hmm. uh, and deprioritize traffic. So we were able to leverage a lot of that stuff that really has helped um, fine tune and speed up the deployment. I mean, it would take us sometimes a week or so to deploy a site. Now, uh, you know, we don't even have to have someone in a lot of cases go out there to set up the trailer. We can, uh, we have a prepackaged uh, setup. We just send it out there. They plug it in and, you know, Silver Peak finds its way home and establishes the tunnels and we're good to go. Uh, so it's been really a huge, a huge um, uh, change for us and a huge improvement over what we have been doing. So um, I presume you mentioned Cisco earlier, you're a Cisco shop. What kind of SD-WAN vendors did you look at? Yeah, no, good question. So we looked at all of them. Uh, we partnered with a couple <laughs> groups and they, um, they, you know, helped us narrow down the search a little bit, but we looked at uh, Meraki and, you know, all the big players in, in it. And um, it was funny because I really, we, like you said, we are a Cisco shop and I really uh, just have a special place in my heart for, for Cisco. Um, I want to keep everything consistent. So we didn't have to have a bunch of uh, guys and different experience sets, mm -hmm. um, you know, having to do different things. So I wanted one single pane of glass to be able to manage everything from the network. And that was really, it, it was a key, initially a key requirement for me. Uh, but as we kind of went down that path, you know, a lot of these providers um, have good solutions, but they just didn't compete and stack up to, to what um, Silver Peak had, particularly when it came to the amount of bandwidth and how they handle optimization and bonding and link aggregation. That was really a pretty significant differentiator um, from our perspective for it. Um, you know, we've got job sites that sometimes have uh, anywhere between five people and 5,000 people. Okay. So what we're responsible for is not just our people, but all the trade partners. So we have just huge uh, BYOD, we'll call it, or guest network and services. So we've got multiple sites that have, you know, multi-gig circuits when we're building big data centers or hospitals or whatever it may be. And so a lot of these uh, other providers didn't provide that, you know, they provided some kind of like a load balancing or round robin or something like that from a circuit standpoint. But Silver Peak really actually takes the circuits, bonds them together, so you get full utilization out of out of everything you've got connected to it, or or not, depending on how you want to set it up. Okay, so if you have two LTE circuits and you want to maximize your bandwidth, you can rely on Silver Peak to bond those two LTEs together to get the full capacity of that circuit or those connections. Yeah, exactly. So we use something called a cradle point, and those cradle points have two modems bonded into the ones we use have two modems in there, mm -hmm. and so a lot of times we'll take multiple cradle points 
and, and string them along together. So we can then leverage the credit point to do what it does. And we can also leverage silver peak to expand the, the, um, we'll call it the, uh, you know, the array of credit points together so that we really maximize the amount of bandwidth that's available in those areas for, you know, whatever may be out in the middle of the field somewhere in Texas in West Texas. And do you run into any issues trying to get silver peak to work with the cradle points? Honestly, we really haven't. It's uh, it, it makes it, the way it's set up, you know, once it's configured, so they've got something called the orchestrator, which is it's a uh, kind of central um, configuration central platform console, and we yeah. host ours. Yeah, exactly. A management console. And so it basically communicates to all the other silver peaks and we can make a change at a, an appliance level or, you know, at, uh, holistically across the network. And the great thing about it is because of the templates and the uh, configuration that the way it's set up, we plug one in, it pushes the configuration, does the updates we need to, and it's online. It broadcasts that new uh, subnet to the rest of the network. So a lot of the stuff, we don't even have to really worry about routing. You know, our struggle before was, you know, bring a new site on in a different subnet. Now we've got to update all the other devices to be aware of that new subnet so the routing happens correctly. With Slurpeak, it just broadcasts that new subnet. And within a few minutes, the rest of the network knows, you know, that it's online. Mm-hmm. It can route traffic to it. Uh, and it's great. You know, um, we, uh, we've got a mixed environment. We've got a, a hub. Our hub is in Azure. And uh, then we've got, you know, a bunch of Edge Connect devices out in the field. And the great thing about um, the Silver Peak as well is that it, it can do a hub and spoke, but also can do a mesh network. And so if we've got a route that goes down or it finds a route that's closer to a hop for Office 365 or something like that, it can redirect traffic through other Edge Connect devices to get the you know optimal path out to you know whatever SaaS service we have. So it um, it really and, and same thing with with uh, Azure, right? We've got different data centers across different regions um, and multiple hub sites. So if if we want to go one way or the other, Silverpeak can handle that um, very easily. Without, I mean, you don't you do not need to be a certified you know CCIE to manage Silverpeak. It, it's been a really great tool and really easy uh, learning curve for us. So there's a few things I want to pick pick at a little bit. One, you mentioned Microsoft Azure. Does this mean you've got the Silverpeak Edge Connects deployed in Azure? We do. Yeah, we do. And actually, I wish I could take credit for being super strategic, but we actually, um, it worked out better than I expected for us. We went to Silverpeak first and then, uh, and that was a, it was a huge pain point for us. And once we did that, we then finished or moved uh, all of our stuff over to Azure from our headquarters into Azure data centers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was, would have been a month, month long transferring all the data. We have just, you know, an incredible amount of data stored on a local, um, headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we actually purchased a bunch of boost licensing, which is their WAN optimization, like I mentioned before, and that dramatically reduced the time to migrate data. I mean, it, it was done in a weekend, which would have taken months for us to do just because of the, the high level version, uh, quality and the, the optimization that the WAN um, optimization tool does. Um, and it also helps reduce costs because we apply those now that we've migrated, we take that same boost licensing and apply it to LTE sites. And now we can really significantly reduce our costs because of that. So it, um, yeah, but everything right now is in Azure and, uh, we've got the hub site or our main, you know, our main point is in, in Azure. And so it's been, it's been great. Okay. You, you teased the second thing I wanted to pick apart, which, which was WAN acceleration. You're dealing with what I presume are huge files for, you know, technical drawings, diagrams. It sounds yep. like you're also doing like sometimes drone surveys of a site. So you've got a huge amount of files you need to be moving around. And SD, uh, Silver Peak has this boost add-on package, which is essentially leveraging their WAN acceleration technology, which is, you know, sort mm-hmm. of their foundation where they came from. Yeah, no, exactly right. So uh, traditionally we had to, especially in sites where we're a little sparse on, on bandwidth, we would have to do what we call reality capture, which is either, uh, 
uh, whether it's a drone or even like a robot dog, we've got a 360 camera that kind of walks the site and does captures or even laser scanners, which kind of do a bunch of uh, laser points and scans an environment. So then we, cre- we recreate it uh, with an augmented reality or uh, just for site surveys or as built, things like that. You said a robot dog? Yeah. So we actually partnered with Drone Deploy and Boston Dynamics. And, you know, the spot dog that yeah. walks around, you kind of see a bunch of YouTube videos. So we actually uh, have a partnership with them where they've given us a bunch of loaner dogs. And we are actually mounting 360 cameras on those guys. And they kind of just patrol the projects uh, doing uh, somewhat real-time surveys of the site so that we do within a, a virtual walkthrough. And owners can then see, you know, how their site's going, especially in this time. No one wants to go on a job site. Right, right. Uh, okay. You know, and so what we do is we provide that for an owner so they can see progress. They don't have to be on site if they don't want to. And uh, it also helps, you know, let's say something happens two years down the, down the road. Um, what we can do then with these models is do something called a digital twin. So something happens in the wall or someone wants to do a remodel. We've got these um, progressive stage photos or virtual tours of buildings that, hey, you know, there's a pipe here. I don't know if you guys remember, but we had to do this. And this is a pipe here. And this is the type of pipe. You know, this is the wall structure we can then quickly and much more cost-effectively go in there and do uh, modifications or remodels based on, you know, these iterative scans, we'll say, of the project. So it's been really cool. It's been great to partner with those guys. And what kind of performance difference have you or folks on site noticed when using the the Boost package to to compress or accelerate these files? Yeah, so before in the old traditional VPN network setup we had, it was impossible. Basically what we do, we do a reality capture to a, a local machine, a laptop or external hard drive, the uh, the person would then have to get that hard drive or laptop or the person would have to drive back to the main office mm. and dump it to our NAS and then start processing data off of that. Now we can do it real time. We can upload it over the network and, it, and it's there within hours as opposed to just being, it's something that would just crush the network. And even though, you know, even when it's transferring over the network, you know, we put in a, in a business intent rule that doesn't interfere with voice traffic or you know, other priority mm-hmm. apps, mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of runs in the background and utilizes it as, as it needs to. So it's really saved a ton of time. We've actually been able to offload some of those scans to people in the field, as opposed to having someone who is an expert at reality capture, you know, be on site and spend their time, you know, several hours there and back doing, doing scans. So it's really improved the speed and delivery of a lot of those tools as well. Okay, so the last thing uh, I wanted to mention, you said there are partners on site, they also need network, network access. So that means you've got to do some segmenting some security controls you're also leveraging yep. SD-WAN for that yeah yeah absolutely we are uh so like i mentioned we've got you know when we do a, a larger project we'll sometimes have hundreds of trailers each of those trailers has their own you know unique company that's doing their specific mm-hmm. part of the project you know whether it's electrician or drywall or whatever it is and a lot of those times we offer we provide connectivity to those job sites and so then they bring in all their own equipment and establish all of their own connections and vpns and all that stuff back to their offices so with uh, before that, it was just, you know, it was a, it was a mess. It truly was a mess as, as far as uh, security and uh, reliability and just throttling people and, you know, all, all the stuff that comes along with that, that type of setup. Well, with Silver Peak, you know, really makes it a lot easier. We, you know, that we've got Meraki uh, as well as Silver Peak. And um, we're able to segment off the guest traffic, prioritize them, throttle them, you know, do a uh, local, um, you know, internet breakout so that we're not, you know, everyone's safe, everyone's separated and segmented. Um, and it's really made that whole process just uh, significantly better. And you don't need to add on an additional firewall. There's a a staple firewall capability in the the SD-WAN. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly. So before, like you said, we were managing not only the VPN devices, but uh, staple firewalls with, you know, Cisco ASA devices. And now, you know, we've gotten rid of all of that stuff in, in Silver Peak handles at all. Uh, so it's made, again, configuration turn up, you know, just so much easier. And, uh, you know, we really couldn't be, be happier with, with how it turned out. All right. I wish we could talk more particularly about the robot dogs. That, that sounds cool. And <laughs> Destuan is neat. Uh, this has been the most interesting conversation I've had in a while, but this is at the end of our time. So if folks uh, have had their whistles wetted, they want to get more information on Edge Connector Silver Peak, go to silver-peak.com slash packet pushers. That's silver-peak.com slash packet pushers. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us. And thanks to Silver Peak for being a sponsor. Sure. Thank you. And folks, for listening, you can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts along with our community blog. That's at PacketPushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at PacketPushers. Find us on LinkedIn. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.